Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Damn It. This is David Montague for the last time. Um, I wanted to announce that this will be the last episode of Damn It because I am graduating from the University of New Haven with my Bachelor's of Science degree in TV and video production. And I am so thrilled to have been on this journey. I've met so many great people and had a whole bunch of wonderful, wonderful experiences. And for that, I am blessed. Um, I wanted to let you all know first and release this episode before um, I announce it on my social media and everything. Um, but as it gets to graduation season and stuff, like I really wanted to come on here one last time talk about what has been going on and how senior week is going and just some things that I've learned in college. And um, I just wanted to talk about that unfiltered. It's about 11.09 at night on Saturday, May 18th. Um, my birthday is in like less than two weeks, which is crazy because I haven't even been thinking about it. Um, but yeah, I'm really just, I am excited. I'm excited for the future. I'm hopeful that things are happening. I know that everything is going to work out. It may not have a time frame. It may not be immediate. You know, it's things are, I need to trust the process. Things are working. Um, a lot of my friends that are graduating that also have been pursuing jobs in media and stuff, they're in the same boat. It's so hard to get like a job in this industry. And unlike engineering or science or something like that, where you're great at what you are and somebody's leaving to move on to another company or whatever and they're looking for students or recent graduates to fill that void when that person leaves we can't that doesn't happen in the media industry people don't hold jobs for three four months you know that's that's a little unheard of um and a lot of people are in hiring a lot of the companies are in hiring freezes as well so yeah i've just been i've just been waiting but when I tell you I am just excited to sit back and relax and have time, enjoy time with my family and friends and my puppy and just, I, I need it. I need a vacation, whether it be somewhere as close as South Jersey to as far as a street in Greece. I need a vacation. Um, it's 11-11, make a wish. I, my wish is that um, uh, everything works out period. <laughs> um, but yeah, I haven't been on a vacation in the longest time. The last time my, my family really went on a vacation was to the Dominican Republic. And um, that was forever ago. I don't even remember when that is. It's dry in the studio. Hold on. Excuse me. It was, yeah, it's, it was a while ago. Um, and my mom works really hard. Uh, my brother works really hard and I work really hard. And I think it's time for all of us to sit back, wind down and relax. Um, so a couple of things that I knew um, that like I, I wanted to talk about my backstory and how I got to UNH first. I didn't know where I wanted to go. I applied. My biggest schools were Syracuse and American because I really wanted to go like follow their journalism programs and they had great communication programs and I thought I was going to be a journalist and yes and broadcast news and I want to be on TV. I want to be a broadcaster. I want to do all the things and that did not work out. My grandfather went to Syracuse and he uh, so he's an alumni and he loved it. We went toward the school, took like an overnight trip. It was gorgeous. I love Syracuse. I was only worried about the weather, but, you know, things happen. Um, and I got 
denied. <laughs> um, I didn't get, I got denied. So um, couldn't go to camp by uh, Syracuse. They sent me a nice little um, letter in the mail and it was small. So I, you know, figured the worst. Um, and then American too. Uh, American, I got an uh, email. So I remember looking out on my phone and I was at the, I don't know if anybody's familiar with Jersey, but the Ruby Tuesdays, that's right in front of the Jersey Gardens Mall. We were there and I found out and I told my mom and I just did not rather, I wanted to be anywhere else but that moment. But UNH got back to me with a nice big packet and um, money about like my scholarship and how I was accepted into their um, early acceptance program. And that was fantastic. Um, before that, my, we toured the school and it was great. A couple of weird people were asking weird questions on the tour, but I don't know what happened to them. Thank God. Um, it was a nice area. Connecticut was nice. The only thing that they saw, one of the girls, like the admissions girl said that there was a boardwalk and there isn't, there's a place on the beach where you could walk, but it sure as hell is not a boardwalk, especially if you're from Jersey. Um, so forget what you heard about a boardwalk because it's not true. <laughs> there was not one up here, but it had a nice local area. Um, it was, ooh, the motorcycles are out tonight. Um, it was about two and a half hours away from home drive. Same thing with the train and it was just local. So I wasn't worried about that. And, um, I had two people from my school that went here. Um, so freshman year was a little rough. I found my group of people. My roommate lived in Livingston, which was the next town over from me. Um, we had talked like he was good. He seemed really nice. Um, his family was really nice. Like he just seemed legit. Um, got a tour of his house and yeah, he, he just seemed like he was really trustworthy and, and stuff. Um, I, my sweet mates were also, they were closer to each other than I was with my roommate and my roommate and I had some issues, which I talked about in earlier episodes, but we just, it, it just didn't match. It was not a meant to be, um, just different v views on everything and different sleep schedules and a whole bunch of other stuff. He seemed like a nice guy. I, uh, he was one of my residents, actually, my first year being in RA. So I got to interact with him and kind of just say hi and chill. And like he was, he was dope. Um, but yeah, it was from the breast. I haven't seen him on campus since like junior year. So Brandon, I hope you're you're doing well. Um, his girlfriend was nice, very smart too, very down to earth. Um, I missed our conversations because she knew what she was talking about. My second year roommate um, was okay. Um, once again, just didn't get along. Uh, we just lived with each other. Nice guy. Um, he had some relationship issues and just drama that was just petty. Sophomore year was, I think, one of the worst years of my life. Um, I think the presidency went on and um, I, the presidency, Donald Trump got elected and my, one of my roommates was very conservative and um, didn't want to talk about it, but you could tell that he was. And I mean, that's pretty much it. Um, and then his, his roommate kind of like tacked on with him and stuff and me and his, me and, um, the, my sweet mate's roommate, um, never really got along. Like we could have conversations, but it wasn't like, you know, he was very, he's big on sports and weightlifting and fitness and stuff, you know, we were cordial with each other, but like never, he never reached out to initiate conversations with me. Um, but I also met Larry, who's one of my closest friends now who lived in, lives in Verona. And we didn't realize how that we've been going to the Montclair YMCA together. And, you know, he's, he's one of the best people. I, I'm so glad to call him a friend. Um, and then also, um, I found one of my friends on Grindr too, who lied about it. 
And that just took a toll from, like, the worst. And it was really after the grad graduation, after the election, where I found out, like, who was really there for me and who wasn't. Just shit happened, and I didn't want to talk to anybody. People stopped hitting me up for rides and, um, oh, can you go to Target or can we do this? Or, you know, that stopped happening. Um, I wasn't invited to events, and I myself wasn't getting looked at and stuff, so... But junior year went right back up to where I am now. I met, I also became an RA sophomore year too. So that was different. I started hanging out with some people in res life and I had the time of my life. I met great people like Claudia and um, Asia and Renee and Megan and Gio. And um, I am so thankful that I, I am an RA and I was, I'm still an RA now. Oh no, actually I've got off contract. Thank God. So um Junior year was one of the best years of my life because I met Casey and Gabe and um, Steve. Well, I met Steve last year, but Steve and I got really close this year. And um, Kate and I got really close to and some of my other friends, RA friends like Kalia and um, Anna and just different people in different buildings that wanted that like mutual bond and you know that we talked about things and that's one of the things that like i value just a friendship because they can go a long way it's a two-way street as you know as i've talked about many times before um and yeah i i i love casey and alexis and gabe and steve i love them and christine like that's that's my family forever um i stopped talking to the people um that didn't really associate with me anymore that included my sweet nates because things just had it's it was weird when they would see me in camp on campus you know they wouldn't say hi so i wouldn't say hi and i always got like a really i got really bad anxiety attacks because i didn't know what they were going to say if they were going to say anything but they didn't so it's it's fine um and now i'm a senior and now i'm graduating and i need a break and um, I'm not worried about who's on campus and who sees me and, oh my God, they're here. <sighs> like, I'm not worrying about that now. Like, I'm going to notice you that you walked in. Great. I'm going to keep my distance. I'm not going to buy you a drink. I'm not going to do whatever. Um, but things just happen and not everybody that you come to contact with is going to have the best intentions for you. And that's what I had to realize, you know, like, even though we may not have, we weren't meant to be friends. Like I could establish that. And it sucks losing friends, but that's just that's just the way it is. Um, another thing that I learned throughout my college experience is how to be financially responsible. Uh, I don't have any credit cards. I all the money that I use came out of my debit account or my other side side hustles that I have, and that taught me because you know not to buy the clothes and concert tickets and not use everything on an impulse because I was I I'm I see thing I look at things and I see things I'm like all right I'm I wanted but then I realize all right how am I gonna get it and I look back and all right if I have a coupon I'm not going to get it or it's gonna be on sale in a couple of weeks let me get it now I was in the store today and I was like let me go and get boots because they're cheap and they're not gonna be cheap in the fall so let me just hop on it and they're staying in my closet because I'm not gonna go up a foot size in a couple of months so just thinks about that. I also decided, like, who I was going to be sexually. Like, am I going to be that guy that's always on these hookup apps complaining about the love and how guys want to do weird things to me <laughs> and not taken out on a date? Even though I haven't been taken out on a date yet, I think things are coming, but I'm not trying to jinx anything. I'm realizing that I'm 
is if it's meant to happen, it will happen. I'm going to find my person and, you know, I know they're going to be the best that they are. And when I fall in love, I know it's going to be great. And I'm looking forward to that. It may not be now. It may not be tomorrow. It may not be uh, next week, next month, next year, whenever it is, I'm here and I'm, I'm happy for it. I've also learned how to hustle because I, ever since... I, the only time I didn't have a job during college was first semester freshman year. Ever since then, from working at my gym, the Advancement Center, um, <laughs> uh, my gym, the Advancement Center, uh, where was I? Oh, the Santa booth, taking pictures at the mall, Advancement Center again. And then um, Toys R Us, Advancement Center while at Toys R Us. And then... Um, this year I was at Total Wine while at the Advancement Center. All that while being in an RA. It's tough ass work. But I wake up, woke up in the morning, I'd go to bed late, I would open, I'd close the night before and then come in and open. I was always hustling. I was always working. And I'm so grateful to have that in me, like to be strong. Um I learned that not everyone has like the best of your intentions. So even though uh, this cute guy asked me to be his friend and befriended me and I wanted to look after him because his parents passed away and, you know, we caught, we went from talking every day to it's been two weeks and we haven't talked at all. And our text messages were getting smaller and it was all, hey, I miss you a lot. Oh, I miss you, too. When are you, when are you going to do lunch and didn't get back? Or it was always, hey, David, can you give me a ride at two in the morning? But when I was you know, drunk or I needed someone to talk to at two in the morning, I didn't get an answer back. Sorry, you're sleeping. No, you weren't because you just posted a Snapchat, but that's fine too. Um, And yeah, I mean, I could go on. No, actually, I can't go on about all the things that I learned because all I, I think that they were all teachings and stuff that I already went through already, but this just shined more lights. This just flipped more switches. The bells and everything were rolling. And this is what I needed. I, mean, I had a good college experience. Uh, even though I didn't go to an HBCU, I was surrounded by lovely, oh my gosh, lovely, diverse people from all different backgrounds. I'm not just saying that, just people that understand what I was going through. I'm taking another sip of water because it's dry in here. People that understood um, what, what it is to be a minority in America, you know, these Black Lives Matters rallies that I attended and these causes that I donated to, whether it was the SEPS team or the dance crew or um, helping out at the Myatt Center for diversity inclusion or just giving them money because I couldn't volunteer for for anything. I, um, I wanted just to be the best and wanted to help them out because I know that they were looking after me and they did. Um, I liked being a part of Scope and doing all these great things on campus and um, all these fairs and movie premieres that we got to go to and seeing all these comedians and stuff. It was fun. Um, I liked being with the professors and having them talk to me and have them invite me for dinners outside the classroom, what they're paying for it, attending keynotes and speeches from different people in the media that were knowledgeable and could help me out. Um making my LinkedIn connections so that they would be stronger with these professors. Just being like, hey, how about you text me about this answer or um, use my login so you could download the software so you don't have to pay for it. That was shit that like was valuable for me. Um, I, I didn't even know, I, the one thing that I wish I did more was more, be more active in my major because I realized like, even though I wasn't on the magazines and the marketing materials and, um, when the advisors needed help, they didn't come to me first. 
I think I preferred it like that because I, I'm, I'm really just passionate about things. I'm, I only want to do things that I'm passionate about. So there's a political new show and um, what else is there? There's some sports other shows. There wasn't anything pop culture based, but I said, hey, how about I do a podcast? And even though the school said no, they didn't want to sponsor it. They didn't want to give me money for it. I just started it on my own. And the first two years I paid for it. I paid eight dollars a month. So it would be hosted on a on a website and I had access to support, and I could track to see how many people use it. And that came out of my own pocket. I don't regret it, because, I mean, I, I had the money for it. But I wish that I was... I had access to the utilities and things that other people had. So instead of trekking all the way from Forest Hills, which was about a 20-minute walk, I could have a mic that so that I could re- record from my own apartment or um, I could have access to the the school server from like a special laptop or something like that, like other kids had. But it was fine because I made it work. And my podcast has almost a thousand five hundred, six hundred hits. And I'm grateful. And um, I'm grateful for the people that stayed around that I hardly that I talk about online and in person. Brittany, Brendan. Marquan, Gio, Chanel, Z, um, Samara, who Casey, Alexis, Gabe, um, Steve, like all the people that up here that just I've met and I've become a better person by and that really just looked out for me. And even though I made him say a name, I'm sorry, it's a long night. It's been a long couple of days. Thank you for just supporting, for saying, hey, let's do a couple of episodes. I couldn't get through it, but that was because of work or I got out of the car or whatever. That's fine. Like, this is my dream. And I'm so glad to have had this podcast to talk about pop culture and movies and music and YouTube drama that no one cares about and guys and girls and all that other stuff. I'm just so glad to have had this. Um, I don't want to say what's in the works yet because it's in the works. I know you will be hearing me in another way, shape, or form before the year is over. Um, I really just can't thank you enough for giving me the support, whatever it is, whether it was just letting me know, play, pressing play once, posting it on your story. I am just, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the people at home that are listening to me. Um, oh, Christy, I miss you so much. Miguel, I miss you so much. Gertie, Emma, um, Erica, Faith, my camp people, um, Natalie, Tristan, um, the OGs, the uh, just, I, I'm, I'm crying because I, I just, this is my dream. And ever since I was young, I couldn't watch TV from, you know, like from Sunday through Thursday because my mom wanted me to focus on schoolwork and stuff. But I always had the radio. So whether it was Radio Disney or Z100 or Hot 97, it was something. I was always listening to something. I had CDs. I made mixtapes for my friends. And from me going from there to having a podcast, being able to intern at Sirius XS, X, uh, Sirius XM, <laughs> but say like iPhone XS Max, Sirius XM to go to Star 99.9 where I met Christian Turnquist, who is amazing and I needed to have him on, but I'm, I'm, I did not have time. Um, to Anna and Raven, who are just two of the best personalities I've ever met and who just work well with each other to decide, like, hey, I want to do that. It's just so inspiring. And my dreams are big. My goals are big. I'm going to get them. I'm going to accomplish them. Um, 
I have goals and they may, like I said, they might be too big, but I don't think so. Um, but I'm excited to see how that, that works in the future. But I am, I think this chapter is, has been a great one. It's been a long one. It's been very encouraging and exciting for me to do. And I'm ready for what's next. Um, thank you to everyone that's been able to connect with me and that's reached out for me to talk about topics and stuff. And I don't know what I'm, how I'm going to pay my student debt off. I don't know. Um, but I know things will be, things always have a way of working out. Thank you once again to everyone that supported and I would not be here without any of you and I wish you all the best. Have a great 2019 for the Damn It Podcast. This is David Montague signing off.